All right, we are live. Show me the money club with Sergio, myself, and special guest, Mr. Bet on You, Pedro Gordash Santiago. Oh, what is it? <laughs> um, I forgot to get that clip. Uh, I wanted to find that, and I couldn't really find it. What we were talking about last time when you came on live, um, mm -hmm. did Santiago send you? So I got to find that. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got a pretty packed show. So first, we're going to uh, announce the winner of our um, giveaway, which was, wow, this was the most miles given away uh, or most miles on your car giveaway for the amazing portable car jump starter, which is some of these things blew us away when Sergio and I were looking at it. Uh, we got Pedro on talking about the gig conference. We're going to recap that. Uh, also, kind of a rideshare versus food delivery part due, I guess you could say, because, uh, you know, there's been a little switcheroo going on. So uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to go that. And then we got a couple other things talking about, you know, upfront earnings. Uh, Lyft is testing it out. Uh, just a couple of things there. We also got a scam warning for drivers to watch out. Uh, this is mostly rideshare. Um, so we're going to be kind of going over everything. So, uh, yeah, we got a pretty packed show. Um, so thank you again, Pedro, for coming on. This is second, which is awesome. So <laughs> my, my pleasure, gentlemen. Always a good time. All right. Well, let's uh, let's first start off with the uh, the giveaway. Um, so we wanted to announce the giveaway winner. So right there, most miles on your ca car, Bramian, with four hundred twenty eight thousand miles on your car. That is insane. Uh, so congratulations, uh, but before we get on that, uh, we actually had a winner already, this E1, and, uh, you know, we, we are going to have to go again going forward for our, our, any contests that we may have coming forward. Uh, you know, we're going to have to put in a rule that says if you won within the last year, uh, you won't be able to win. So uh, to rectify that, because we didn't make that a rule, we will be uh, giving you the amazing uh, portable jar, portable car jump starter. But our second place winner is also going to win because we have two of them. So thank you, amazing, for uh, sending this. And uh, our second place winner, John P, with 405,000 miles on your car. Wow. You guys are getting full uses out of your car, which is truly amazing. So, uh, you know, Sergio, when you sent that, I could only imagine what you were saying when uh, when you saw that. Sergio, you there? Uh oh, I think we got mic issues. Okay, sorry. So oh, I was, I, I, I was saying those are fully depreciated assets. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Though, in today's market, you could probably sell them for a pretty good penny. But would you want to if you're still running well? Um, so, uh, Doramian and uh, if I screwed that up, I apologize. And John P, uh, awesome with the cars, taking care of them. You know, this will be truly something good for you, especially with, uh, you know, possible battery issues or anything with high mileage and all that. So uh, hopefully you're taking care of your cars, no engine tick, engine whine or anything like that. But congratulations on the uh, uh, amazing portable car jump winner. Um, did they reach out to you? Do you got email address or um, I'm sorry, not email address. Do you got addresses to send them yet? Uh, no, not yet, but I'll... Uh... Send them an email, and I'm sure they'll both respond happily. 
You know, I okay. was thinking with the car, with a car that four hundred and twenty-eight thousand miles on it, I think the last thing he's worried about is the battery. <laughs> <laughs> do we know what? Do we know what kind of cars those guys have? Yeah, well, uh, the winner had a two thousand twelve Prius. Okay. Yeah, and the other one had a, like a twenty thirteen uh, Lexus. And the second place was a Lexus Hybrid, uh, two thousand fourteen or fifteen. Not surprised. I mean, those are good. You know, those are good automobiles for high mileage. So, yeah, I mean, you know, but if you think about it, right. Okay. So I can understand the 2012 having 428, 40,000 miles a year, let's say. Right. Um, the other one, though, 2014 or I think it was a 15. Wow. In seven years, 400,000 miles. That's what is that? 50,000 plus miles I mean, a year. Right? They're I mean, they're they're doing they're working every day, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're out there. Yeah, hey, I'm sure there's personal there's miles in there too. But you know. there. <laughs> but yeah. for rideshare, going all over the place, man, yeah. that's a lot of miles. That's a lot yeah. of time in your car too. So hopefully they're uh, they're getting up and kind of walking around a little bit because that's that's a lot right there. That's a lot. Yeah, I couldn't do that. No way. <laughs> no. no. All right. Well, congratulations, guys, on uh, the winners and wow, awesome with those cars. You know, we, we were talking last week because I have 182,000 miles or something. Uh, mine, and it's like, oh, that, that's no, these the, uh, 428,000, 405,000. It's like, <laughs> wow, pretty much everybody that sent sent in pictures was over 200,000 miles. Um, just about everybody. So crazy. Man. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, Pedro, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Gig Conference 2022. I guess uh, first out of hopefully several, uh, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, so we wanted to bring you back on. Uh, how did it go? How was everything? Yeah, um, thanks for having me back, first off, gentlemen. And uh, it went great. It went. It went. You know, I had uh, we had about a hundred people there. Um, I'll, I'll just share some some of the highlights. You know, um, we were able to. We had um, representatives from Buckle. And uh, David from Paro was there. They both spoke. Um, Gary from Middleton Technologies talked about the Duh app and Maximo, some of the apps that he created. So we had some of that. And then we had a few other speakers that came, other content creators talked about various topics, um, uh, you know, free food, beverages, entertainment, had a DJ, did some karaoke. So really grassroots. It's, it, it felt like based on what the people were telling me, because um, I was able to meet, meet and talk to everyone that came, which was awesome. Uh, it felt like a family reunion, like a YouTube family reunion. Like people know each other from YouTube, right? Comment sections alive. Like, you know, you guys have your community here with the rideshare people, drivers. And it felt like a, a reunion, real low key. Everybody was great. Everybody had a great time. Um, you know, we were able to put nine independent contractors to work that day. So nine independent contractors or gig gig workers, whatever they, they want to call themselves, were able to work that day and get some cash in their hands. You know, that was that was great um it was a good event everybody had a good time um definitely the first of others to come um definitely gonna have a second one for sure in the near future or late spring early summer of 2023 um but it was great i had a blast um it was it was better than i anticipated you know there was a leading up you don't know what's gonna you know things can happen and you know we got food delivered. Is that going to be on time? We got this. Is the weather going to hold up? Because we had really bad thunderstorms in St. Louis just four or five days before. Um, but everything worked out great. Extremely lucky in some ways, but then also really humbled and honored that people came from all over the country. As far as Colorado, New York, 
Uh, somebody flew in from uh, Florida. So it was a great time. Oh, wow. And I'm really looking forward to putting the next one on. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's uh, great. Next one, I'll be there. Pedro, next one, I'll be there. Absolutely. Can't wait, um, man. Can't wait. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, long, like, like I said, as long as it's not that weekend that you did it on uh, yeah. or the following weekend, I'm pretty much all set. So <laughs> yeah. I, I could definitely say it's not going to be the last, you know, part of uh, July like this last one was. It'll be earlier than that. Um, definitely going to it's not going to be in St. Louis. It'll be somewhere else, a different city to allow other people to come and experience a different, you know, it'll be different. You know, it's probably going to be inside. Um Really looking forward to it. And as I, as, as we, there's a few people helping with this, right? As we decide some of the things, you know, there'll be a plenty of plenty of weeks and uh, multiple months to kind of get ready for it. So um, really looking forward to it. I think the second one will be different in some ways. You know, you can't replicate the first. When you do something the first time yeah. and it's fun, it's like, cool, right? But the second one will be even more value to drivers and people in the gig economy. And then also some, some entertainment and, and giveaways and things like that. So, awesome. That's super. now. What kind? Of, what what drivers were there mostly? Was it mostly food delivery? Was it a mix? What What do we see there? Yeah, good. That's a good question. A, a good mix. I think heavy on food delivery. Um, seemed like a lot of, you know, ninety percent of the people that were there has have worked or still work for like DoorDash and Uber. You know, the major players or Grubhub, Instacart. Definitely had some rideshare people there, people that do both. Um, a lot of people that actually, a handful, six or seven that, that that do this gig work and in multiple cities, which is cool. And you get to hear their experiences. Like maybe they live in Atlanta, but they, they, they travel a lot. And they're just in multiple zones, different cities learning. And that's couples that do that. And they have a channel, a few people, a few couples. So it was really cool to understand and listen to stories of people that do this stuff for different reasons. Because I think a lot of us do it for full-time work, which is fine, right? Most of us do it for part-time, but a lot of people do it to travel and they get their traveling money from that. And people look at this conference as a way to go to St. Louis because maybe they've never been here and they wanted to explore. So it was really, really cool to meet a lot of people, but definitely more on the food delivery side for the people that, that came over. Oh, nice. So how's now, food delivery, how's food delivery in your city at the moment? Is it slowing down? Is it, uh, look, you know, I, I I got on the tail end of that four-hour marathon live stream you had. With, oh yeah! Uh, like I, I called that guy uh, Mr. Metadata. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like nah, I don't know about that one. But um, so you know, uh, how's food delivery going? I mean, is it is it slowing down a little bit? Yeah, for me in St. Louis, it's definitely slower now than it was last summer. Yeah. Uh, you know, only I can say that only because I, I'm just seeing less. The phone doesn't go off as much as it used to. Uh, the money still can be made because you you know you learn what to do as time goes along, but definitely a little bit slower. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, so next time you do one of those with Mr. Metadata, metadata uh -huh. you know, uh, let let me come on for like half an hour. <laughs> well, it's gonna he's gonna come back on. So for those of you that know, Sergio's talking about Sin City deliveries. Uh, he does. He has a channel. He's out in Vegas. He talks about the perks of being a top dasher and being part of the large order program. I had him on the show because my thought process is the exact opposite of his. So I wanted to allow him to say his experience and share numbers. And, you know, he had a couple of his people that are in his area that are part of that. And they're, you know, they get their 
DoorDash rating up past 70% the last few days of the month. They enter in the next month, then they're a top dasher, whatever that means. None of us really know, I don't think, in my opinion. But I um, mean, he shared some data, but very small sample size. I think that's what yeah. Sergio's getting at. And I thought it was a good conversation because, you know, some of the things he was saying, that those are his truths, right? So obviously he's making money and he's satisfied with the money he's making. Like, I think that's what most gig drivers want. We just want to be satisfied, make some profits, right? We yeah. want to, you know, yes, this is a show me the money club, right? You want to show me the money. What app, what app's going to show me that? I want to make money. Yeah. And he has, obviously he's having some level of success, but my whole thing is, hold up, let, let's, let's look at the profits. So because, you know, a lot of people can make, let's say a thousand bucks a week or 500 bucks a week. What are you prop profiting from that? Because if you have to drive 500 more miles a week than I do, I am making more than you, right? Because right. my fuel cost is less, right? So yeah. it was an interesting conversation, but definitely Sergio would love to have you when he comes back on, we're going to do it again in September. Uh, definitely. You can be part of that conversation. Yeah, I, I would love to, I mean, not, not to, uh, bust his chops or anything, but you know, to me, it's like, I re I've written about this endlessly about profitability matrix, right? You have to know what they are and they're the most important thing, honestly, you know, everybody can come on, but you know, you mentioned YouTube and gig tubers and, or whatever they are. Right. Mm -hmm. I, honestly, I think that's also getting like super, super top heavy proliferated, it's like a bubble, honestly, in that one, too. But then who knows how many subscribers they get, why they do it. I mean, you know, who knows what the reasons are. But um, besides that, nobody has the data that this guy says he has. You know, if he, he's talking to about three drivers in Vegas, whatever, you know, works in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? So mm, so to point. me, it's like, uh, but it's not that, you know, the, the fight between the ants and the cherry pickers has been going on for the last 10 years. It started with rideshare and now it's with food delivery and any kind of delivery, right? And, you know, to me, the most important thing is there's many ways to skin a cat as long as you're, you think you're profitable at the end of the day, you know, I mean, it's okay with me, whatever you think you do, you do. And, you know, least amount of hours, most amount of money. And the key is to improve. I mean, you know, if you're seeing improvement week after week, uh, I think I think that's the most important thing. But uh, nobody knows, like you said it on one of your videos. Nobody knows the algorithm. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No, because how, one week, how, how can we? How can we? Right. You know, I mean, one week something will work, and next week it will not work. And but there are proven things that you teach your delivery people, and I became one of your delivery people. So now. As the master, you're gonna judge my numbers. <laughs> well, I'll be, honest. I'll be honest. So I'm not gonna. hundred percent. You want to hear? Hundred percent so. honesty <laughs> is what we're going for. All right. I did it for a couple of weeks. Honestly, um, I'm in the suburbs of LA. Not that busy, but it's not as densely populated as LA. But um, I loved it. Honestly, I've never done delivery. Ever Uber was it Uber Eats? Just Uber Eats because I, I signed I'm I'm signed up with DoorDash and Grubhub now um, because I figured my utilization was garbage but mm. my active hour numbers were ridiculous. You were, so you, were I, you were active a lot. You were active a, a high percentage of the time that you were on the road. No, uh, that's oh. the, that's the utilization rate, right? So if I was online thirty hours, I was active only fifteen. Oh, I see. Got it. That's got it. because I cherry picked the crap out of it after I watched a couple of your videos, mm -hmm. especially not not tip, no trip. That one. 
<laughs> that one, that one, I, I did 103 trips last two weeks, okay? All had tips. And my tips averaged more in 90% of the cases, they averaged more than the fare itself. Oh, that, so no, this that's, is that's last how you week. want it. Yeah, okay. So this let me, is, can you is, leave that there? Well, I want to just look as you talk. Yeah, now. okay. All right. So, you, you know the breakdown. So, net fare, $266 dollars and 26 cents um other earnings i will explain in a second tip 331 dollars and 96 cents so close to i don't know 30 percent more than my net fares my total was 665 um online 33 hours 61 trips this is last week so half of it was active right 50 percent mm -hmm. utilization rate on active hour, it was like 40 bucks an hour. On online hour, it was like 20 bucks an hour. But in those online hours, I honestly did not think I was wasting my time. I did all my emails, returned all the phone calls. I was basically running a car office. Mm -hmm. But the thing that, you know, the previous week to this week, my numbers improved in every category by 40%. So what I did was I figured in my area, I figured a triangle. Each triangle has a cluster of restaurants and I tried to stay within those restaurants. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the total miles driven, by the way, for this week were 220 miles. So overall, it came to maybe like $3 and 20 cents a mile overall. Right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now. It, it, that on the breakdown, you see other earnings, sixty-seven, seventy-one, right? That are promotion or quest or something? No, they're not. I don't have any of those. Uber shut me up. Um, what those are is, see, this week, actually, that I'm doing, I'm going to get close to 160 bucks. Those are Prop 22, Proposition oh, 22 that's right. yeah, yeah, additions. Yeah. Got it. Because food delivery fares are so horrible, like absolutely freaking horrible. That with Prop 22, we get 120% um, of minimum yeah. wage, which is 16.05 in LA, which makes takes me to 19.20, yeah. plus 30 cents a mile. So for this week, if you multiply 16 and a half hours that you see active times 20 bucks, let's say, it should be 320. Mm -hmm. So on the net fare, I should get about a 50, 60 dollar adjustment. Yeah. Plus the 220 miles I drove times 30 cents, another $65 adjustment. So that's about 130 bucks. So if you add the 130 bucks to the 665, mm -hmm. I'm close to 800 bucks. At 800 bucks with 16 hours active time, I'm close to 50 bucks an hour active. And I would be right about 25 to 26 bucks an hour on online time. Yeah. I think for the second week, I did amazingly well. And the other thing is on the right screenshot, this is yesterday. That's yesterday, yeah. That's yesterday. That's a really, really, really strong way to Well, that's not, that's right share. That's not food. Oh, that's right share. Okay, okay. So I went out and just to see where, how my matrix are going to run, right? Hour and 32 online, hour and 22 active, meaning 90% of the time I have a passenger in the car or going to a passenger. Four trips, 57 bucks. That's about, you know, 45 bucks an hour or whatever on active yeah. time and same, pretty much the same thing on online time. Now, the reason for that is, is because 
ride share. Even, and this is all in my area. I didn't go to LAX. I didn't take any long trips. It was all short trips. But it was surging like hell. I took all four rides were on surge. So my thing is I love now doing deliveries. But I think deliveries is to me is like a filler maybe. Like a mm. filler for my yes. ride share. Yes. Yes. But overall, the fact that food doesn't ask, slam your door or ask for an aux cord or throw up in your car <laughs> or talk back to no, you. No, that never happens. That never happens. What are you talking about? Be a backseat about? driver. None of these things, right? I absolutely love food delivery. I, I loved it. It's way and, easier. It's way easier. Yeah. And way easier. Less miles, less wear and tear on the car. And honestly, I think for... Second week that I did it, I figured it out pretty much now. I also figured out the tip hiding tip on Uber. Yeah. So what is it for you? Eight bucks. It is. Yep. Me too. And some people, you know, what's funny, Sergio. I just want to say something. Those are good numbers. After two and weeks, I figured it out. Yeah. Those are good. And I, I've, I've, I've talked about the eight dollar deal, and I know how to find them on DoorDash. Some drivers still think that they don't hide tips because, they, but they do. They well, Uber they hides hide tips. tips. Like they, they hide tips. I've had out of hundred and three, by the way. At least 15 were like that, and all were hidden tips. I have a screenshot here that he'll put up. Do you see this one here? This one came in as 2045. Mm-hmm. Look at the extra tip on it. And then it says, Oh, the, the deliver the, the customer loved you so much they tipped you more. Bullshit. The tip Lies. was already in there, they were just hiding it. Fact. You're hundred, you're hundred percent right. And sometimes for me in my market, when I see eleven dollars and it's not a lot of miles. It, it goes up 100% of the time. A few times, it's only like a penny or two. Sometimes it goes up 10 bucks, you know, but it always goes up. And sometimes yeah. even if an offer shows me $16 on Uber, there could yeah. be a surge. There could be it could be like going nine miles. Those go up as well because they're just showing you more of the the base base higher, basically, for me. Yeah. But um, solid numbers. I think what's interesting is you get you have the prop 22 and I don't. So it's almost like. If you could figure out a way, and some of it's luck, but if you could figure out a way to be active more, you'll make even more. You know, still take no tip, no trip. But if you're active more, it sounds like you're going to get more of that that extra pay. You yeah, know what I mean? But, but yeah, I figured it out that if you're active more, right? So my active being more is I walk slower to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I drive. I drive a lot slower. I stop at every stop sign. I do. I follow all Look the traffic ways and then go. Yep. I, I do all that. I extend that, you know, without getting obviously the food cold. Yeah, I get it there. But I, you know, so so to me, my utilization has to go up. If I multi-app in a couple of weeks when I get DoorDash and Grubhub, mm-hmm. so my utilization will probably go up to seventy-five percent, right? And I think that's okay at the moment. I'm not worried about it. But with the Prop Twenty Two money, fifty bucks on, on active hour, I think those are like stupid numbers. I love yeah. that. I yeah. loved it, bro. It was like, yeah. holy crap, man. No, it's really good. And you know what's funny? You were doing delivery at the same time I started doing more ride share. Last no two kidding. Because, and it's just coincidence, but. No, I no, started, no. It's not coincidence. I converted maybe not. you. Maybe not. I you converted did. you maybe to you ride share and you converted time. me to delivery. <laughs> I love, and Chris, Chris knows this too. I, I started with ride share. I love ride share. Now, now. obviously there's caveats. I, I, I did some today, right? I did what? Two. I did two DoorDashes and 12 uh ubers like one uber eats go. and like 11 uber x right and uh you know you get crazy people in your car but during the daytime it's not as bad but you just you know it's definitely i like it 
only because I like meeting new people. And in my town, we get a lot of out towners and this and airport runs. And I'm probably not as much as you guys, but we get a decent amount. And um, it's funny because I've been doing less food delivery and more passengers. And but most of the, the, the reason I'm doing that is because I've had crazy promotions uh, because uh, like not quest, but like just promotions, like complete 50 extra hundred bucks, complete this, you know, and I can easily do. I average 12 to 15 deliveries or rides a day. So for me, I'm doing the same work, still being selective. Right. And I just, they're going to give me an extra hundred bucks. That's great. That's half day's pay for me. So I can I don't only have to work a half day on Friday. Right. So they keep sending me those. I'm going to do them all day. As long as they show, show you the money, bro, you got to go take it. I'm, because, I'm going where the money is. That's why I, I did an article about a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, it, it's the worst summer I've seen in L.A. since 2019 when it comes to ride share. It really is horrible out there, right? They killed the surge. There's no surge. The quests are down to nothing for like 50 cents a ride. So no, no, no point doing ride share. So I said, you know what? A couple of weeks I take off. Let me do delivery. Let me see how this thing is because everybody talks about it. Honestly? I, I enjoyed the crap out of it. And then the hours that I was sitting on my ass, I have a little steering wheel desk. I have my mm -hmm. laptop. I'm doing my work. I'm writing my article. I'm returning my phone calls. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not like being total. I'm not just watching YouTube, right? Yeah. So I was, I honestly enjoyed it a lot. Will I continuously do food delivery? I'm going to try when I get the other apps, multi-app like you do. Yeah, because I, I I figured out I blackballed a whole bunch of restaurants already because first week I would go and wait half an hour. I go, hell, I go, what? I, I'm dead. But then, see, that's when active time comes into play Sure. in California. You know what I mean? With Prop 22, I go, I'll wait all you want, buddy. I don't mind. I'm waiting here getting paid 20 bucks an hour. No problem. Yeah, so, I can't wait. I'm just I'm too impatient. So I, I just I, I just don't I can't do it. I just can't. I don't know. No, I know. But, but, you know, once you blackball it and then I. By the way, we zoom. Thank you for the ten bucks. And we zoom does. Uh, he's he's in L.A. We're gonna feature him on an article coming up um, on RSG, and he does quite a bit of um, deliveries in Pasadena. So he taught me a bunch of stuff as well. Besides watching your videos, he taught me things called power strips. He goes, you gotta stay in this area. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. I'm like, okay, too much information. So, but I figured it out, and I think. I will continue doing it, not as a full-time, obviously, but I will, you know, 220 miles, 660 bucks, put in the Prop 22 money. That's 800 bucks. Yeah, There's not good. a chance on the planet as a rideshare driver, you're going to average three and a half four bucks, four bucks. It's just not going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm like, eh, yeah. So well, I think like you're saying, and this is what I, so I started doing Uber X and then I got, DoorDash, Postmates, don't do Postmates anymore. And then I was heavy into DoorDash last year, year and a half ago. Now I just basically, what I've been doing the last couple of weeks is I just do DoorDash, Uber Eats and or UberX, right? Same app. Yeah. And I just do both. And I'm, yeah. I don't have downtime. Yeah. I just, you know, so I, I know what area to be in. It's good for some good ride shares where there's a lot of population, a baseball game, an airport, a conference, a convention. And then I know what time I want to start my DoorDash because the restaurants are popping. And I'm not sitting in my car for more than five minutes, I'd say, is the longest in the last two weeks I've sat in my car and not had something I'm going to get money or I have money in the car. And I'm taking yeah. somebody or I'm taking food. So I just do both of them and it works yeah. out for me. I haven't tried it out yet. I haven't tried out ride share and delivery 
on Uber turned on at the same time. That's going to be my next research thing. Yeah. The, the funny thing is that uh, for all the people, by the way, I said this to Chris last week and he was laughing his ass off. Um, for all the people who say Uber does not throttle you, okay? Because I sometimes decline six, seven, eight trips, you know, for deliveries in a row. They're trash. They're like garbage. I go, no tip, no trip, this, all that good stuff. <laughs> and I try to average 11 to 12 bucks an order, by the way, right about that length, right? Mm-hmm. So two bucks, you know, two miles, three miles, whatever it is. So <laughs> I declined like six in a row on Uber. And I'm in front of this row of restaurants with in front of a noodle shop that's like crazy busy, okay? I'm literally in the freaking parking lot of the restaurant. I mean, drivers are coming in and out of there constantly. So I'm going like, what's up? Half hour. I'm, I know I'm being throttled. They turned me off. I can tell. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, I got time to move. It's not going to happen. So a couple of weeks ago, they had sent my wife this crazy promo, 10 trips for 150 bucks. I said to her, you know, go do delivery, 10 quick deliveries, take their money. Mm-hmm. Guess who pulls up into the freaking parking lot to pick up the noodles, bro? <laughs> My wife. Your wife. <laughs> From freaking two miles away, they sent her while I'm sitting in the parking lot with my app on. So whoever says Uber doesn't throttle you, you're fools. Okay, they do throttle you. So there you go. But, oh yeah, that's absolutely hilarious. Though you're sitting there waiting, and she. Oh, just I have a picture. Oh, hey. <laughs> I have is, a picture. That's pretty funny. <laughs> she pulls in the parking lot. I'm looking at the car. I go, I know this car. And then my <laughs> wife, bro. And then I go, where did I send you from? She goes, I don't know, like two miles away. I'm like, what do you mean two miles away? I'm in the parking lot. I'm the closest damn driver into the restaurant. Oh, they, they, they punished they punished you for not taking the, you know, know, $6 stack going 12 miles, you know? Yeah, like, it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. There's, no, there's no money in that. You should never oh, FYI, Chris knows this and you should. You, okay, okay. So be careful, by the way, with how many uber eats you do versus how many del- trips you do how many how much ride share you do what, what do you mean okay so i for the first two weeks that i did deliveries right i had i took my ride share quest it was like 20 or 30 for 100 bucks right i put it all i did all uber eats so they gave me the 100 bucks because uber eats the deliveries go towards the quest so after two weeks, I get an email. I'm doing an article called, hey, assholes, where's my flexibility and freedom? Because it's on my app, right? I can pick I can pick UberX, UberX Shared, Uber Eats. I can do whatever I want. Power of the platform. I'm, you know, independent contractor. Today I do Eats. Tomorrow I do delivery. Tomorrow I do uh, ride share. Guess what? Uber says, we have recognized that for the last two weeks you've done mostly deliveries. No more quests for you for ride share. Oh, that's crazy. They put me on quest jail. So <laughs> let me let me ask you let me ask you a question, Sergio. And and Chris, both you guys. So when you when you work in Uber, do you on your filters, do you have connect Uber Eats and UberX all on at the same time? To, so nope. you're seeing all those offers or do you turn one off? I turn all of them off except delivery and connect. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I turn I turn off just Uber Eats. So I have Connect, uh UberX and Uber Pet on. Those are the only few that I have that I have access because my well my car doesn't qualify for XL or Comfort or anything. Mm. Yeah, I do. I, I keep them all on at the same time. Well, if mm-hmm. you're gonna do like rideshare and that, because when I do rideshare, right, 
it's so dead and it's our base rates in LA are so horrible and quests are so low. I decided I'm just going to do straight up. Uh, and then I called Philippines with the roosters in the background. So I tell, <laughs> I tell her, I go, why am I not getting, you know, why am I not getting uh, quests anymore? I've been a rideshare driver for six and a half years. I got quests every damn week for six and a half years. Mm-hmm. Now some algorithm figured, oh, look at Surge. So, because you know what? I looked at a lot of the receipts. Uber's margins are so razor thin on those. So thin, yeah. And then when they pay me the quest, they lost money on both weeks on me. You know what I mean? They go, up, yeah. oh, no, no more, no more quests for you. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I would say in any given week when I'm doing the Uber Eats, uh, I don't do a lot of Uber Eats, but you know, if I have fifty, let's say I do fifty in a week, yeah, mm, five to ten, they're negative. They lose money. On about five to 10 of those, there's negative 80 cents, negative $2, what's paid to Uber. And it's just like, that's wild. Like, that person was waiting forever. They had some kind of issue, whatever. I, who knows? But yeah. this is kind of it's kind of funny to me when I see that. No, I, you know, but I loved it, man. You know, thanks for turning me on to it. And you know I'm, what? I'm Next. glad you made some good money. It's, it's a good profit. Bro, so I can't get so 800, 800 bucks a week for 16 hours of work, bro. It's great. Come so on, does this bro. mean that I got to turn on my Uber Eats now? You have yes. to do it, bro. You have to do it. Come to the dark side. Come to the dark side. You know what? I'll give it. I'll retry it. But look, I first tried it when it came into the, my area. It was all McDonald's and Wendy's and no, stuff you had to sit in the drive through for. And it, it sucked because those were the only ones that had... Uh, that were on the app at the time, you know, it wasn't the small mom and pop stores yet. So sitting in, in line waiting for getting, you know, $3 and 56 cents plus, you know, the promotion that they were offering, which would have been three or $4, depending, it, it just wasn't worth it. So I'm like, I'm not sitting here waiting when uh, Pedro, I'm like you, I'm like, I want to go, go, go. Yeah. And yeah, if I was in California as well, under prop 22, Sure, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, yeah, give me that money all day long by sitting there. But the problem is I'm not there, so I got to be out hustling more. So for me, if the wheels aren't turning, I'm not making any money. Uh, And Rideshare clearly is was the larger winner at that time. And I just was never turned back on to it. So, you know, after hearing Sergio's uh, uh, thing, I might have to try to put mine on. And I would recommend, uh, you know, just get the Uber – customer ordering app and see where in your area are some good local joints good menu pricing you know and those are the ones that you can kind of be by or, or strip a strip or a power strip like serge was saying he learned where there's like 10 of them within like a, a few miles because those are going to be typically customers tip uh, better on uber versus doordash so yeah. uh, you know it's just better like the, the way the app set up they could tip more afterwards highly unlikely but it is an option you can get tip data but that doesn't happen often either in my experience and then just yeah, don't don't mess with the Wendy's and McDonald's and stuff like that or White Castle or whatever. Do those yeah. other ones that are a little bit better and the money's there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I was shocked. Honestly, I was shocked. Then then I'm I'm thinking, what an idiot. Why didn't I do this during the pandemic? I would have made two grand a week, bro. I'm serious. Especially in my area. I mean, it's not it's a middle class upper end area. Those tips are crazy, bro. I mean, I took a I took a boba, one little bottle glass of whatever the heck it was the other day. That girl paid like 15 bucks just between delivery and tip for like a $5 item. So I'm like, how lazy could you be? Get off your ass and go, go get it yourself. No, and we need, we need, we need to deliver that to those. those lazy people. <laughs> as long yeah, as they tip, as long as they tip. And I'll say this, trip. I'll say this. Yeah. Like I, even if I was in Cali with the prop 22, I would still not take a no tip order. 
And I know, I know, oh, no, you know no. some some people take them. They're four or five bucks, and they'll wait, and then you know they'll, they'll be in a restaurant for an hour, and they made eighteen dollars because it turned into eighteen bucks. I still, I, I need to make more than eighteen bucks an hour for me. Yeah, That's yeah. just me. Everybody has their own their own price range based on your market and what your goals are. But I would still do no tip, no trip in California because I, I feel like I'm still leaving money on the table if I take those low ones. So that did that be the other thing, by the way, on last thing on Prop 22. A lot of people think this is like uh, Uber, Lyft and DoorDash. They passed it with 220 million bucks. Everybody thinks they are contributing to this. They are not. On every ride share, on every trip, Uber in L.A. County, and it's different in different counties, Uber charges the passenger 75 cents a trip. There's billions of hundreds of millions of trips happening in California. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Uber also Uber Eats and DoorDash and Lyft. They all charge the passenger between 40 and 75 cents. So this is a passenger funded proposition. Uber and Lyft and DoorDash are not contributing to this whatsoever. So I'll bet you 90% of the customers, Uber Eats customers or Uber rideshare uh riders don't even know that they're paying for it they don't know yeah. it's in the it's in the receipt 75 cents it says california benefits yeah i'm like uber uber passed this but they're not paying for it i'm like what kind of I, don't, I don't think that? i don't think most can most people using the apps are looking at the breakdown like we would as drivers you know they're just like hey you know i, I want an uber x from here to there okay it's going to cost me 40 bucks at whatever it is it is what it is right some people might complain about it because some of the surges i think are really crazy sometimes yeah. but you know it, it's part of the game i don't think most people pay attention to the 75 cents though maybe i'm yeah. wrong. I don't know. no no they don't obviously don't but you know so Uber shouldn't be saying like, oh, we have California benefits. I'm like, no, you don't have shit. You're not putting any of your own money. I don't even know where that money is going, obviously. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm getting some of it now. For six years, I've never gotten any California, you know, or the last two years that's been around. Prop 22 money ever because in rideshare, I make 50 bucks an hour. Right. I, I don't. I, but with food delivery, the base rates being so shit, right? So I'm like, hey, tips, tips are always appreciated. 103, I haven't gotten tip baited yet. I'm sure it's coming around. I'm sure it's happening. It's going to happen. And I'm going to go beat the shit out of that guy. When I nah, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. I know where you live, bro. <laughs> Save the address. <laughs> anyway, so I loved it. I, I'm going to keep, I'm going to do it until, I don't know, uh, as a filler or a part-time. I don't know. I just, yeah. And some people would say, you know, some people think there's like the honeymoon phase when you start something oh bro you know you know like 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 i did instacart a lot and now i really don't but in the beginning it was great now i see someone like ah so ride the wave show me the money and then you move on you know but i think using it as a filler is fantastic especially if you can take uh uh, take advantage of the prop 22 and the wait time and all that kind of stuff i mean why not so yeah anyway so Mm -hmm. yep i've become a delivery ant man there you go (laughs) <laughs> welcome, right. welcome to the club. I'll keep you posted if I end up going there, and then we can have a little conversation in there. We, too. we have to have a contest between me, Pedro, and you. We'll have to have a contest. Uh, let's go. I think Pedro would probably win that one, but then I don't, again, I don't know. Serge got some good numbers. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, DoorDash, DoorDash, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I see DoorDash. Every restaurant I go to, I'm outnumbered by three to one. There's like Goddamn, so many more DoorDash drivers out there. Oh, yeah. DoorDash is so, king, man. Yeah. But they won't let you dash anytime now. So now they're going to give me like a schedule. They're two hours here, three hours there. I'm like, God damn. I go, I'm that's, Uber that's, Eats. You just click on and you go anytime, anywhere you want, bro. I'm like, yep. hey, man. See, there you go. <laughs> but, 
We got Harry Sometimes in the house. Dash now when it's busy. Harry Campbell's here. <laughs> What's up, Harry? Ooh, All right. Yeah, well, uh, any any last things when it comes to the uh, you know rideshare food delivery uh, debate? Right now, rideshare is shit. Delivery is good. Um, <laughs> that's it. In LA, in LA, anyway, in LA. So, and, you know, I would uh, say in my St. Louis market right now, if I had to make a quick hundred bucks tomorrow, let's just say, yeah, I would probably do rideshare only because there you I'm, go. yeah. So, yeah. but that's just you know, so it, it changes, right? It, cha- it changes. It, it changes. You know, markets can change. Them, you know, people and what they want can change. I think you have to really learn your market and you have to understand what's happening this week in st louis okay i got three home baseball games i got a convention downtown i got this i got that you know that's you know follow the money so yep oh by the way you know you should talk about this on your own one do a video on this you know a lot of people go oh you know i see you guys do the live you know uh doordash or uber eats right a lot of channels do it ride along kind of a thing they go, oh, look, 10 bucks, five miles, two bucks a mile. Uh, no, sir, that's not two bucks a mile, first of all. If that 10 bucks, two, you know, five mile ride is going to take you somewhere that you have to dead mile back to your power strip, you got to figure those miles in because you're not getting paid for miles. So I think that's doing like quite a bit of an injustice to people who watch. So for, for when I did it the first week, amateur didn't know what the hell was going on. I go five miles this way. There are no goddamn restaurants the way I went. So now yeah. four miles, I have to drive back to get back to my power strip. Well, what happened to those miles, right? Yep. But over time, efficiency. So please, you know, gig tubers, when you go, oh, look, uh, two miles, uh, two miles, you know, five bucks or this and that. No, 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 it's not. You have to do some dead miles to get back to, you know, to get back to where the restaurants are. So, yep. you know, dashers or Uber Eats drivers drive a lot more miles than they say they do. On active time, maybe they don't. Like Tom Tom says, I average two bucks a mile. Bro, I average four bucks a mile. Doesn't matter. That's not the point. How much, how many dead miles you have in there, right? But the best yeah. thing was I stayed within literally eight miles of my house. I was never. If I did ride share, bro, man, I'd be going to oh, San Diego. Man. I'd be going to yeah, downtown. <laughs> I'm dead in traffic. I'm like, I loved it. I loved it. It was like great. So there you go. Uber Eats. <laughs> nice happy to hear it. i, I got a, a harry's comment this is a personal account i won't let him use the <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that that's yeah, pretty funny oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what no, that that actually go would go perfect into the next topic and uh you know the whole thing with upfront earnings coming to uber and several markets mm. now uh you know that's that's one of the biggest things that i've been seeing uh whether it's on facebook comments wherever i'm i'm looking uh, a lot of people are complaining about how rate rebalancing is lowering the payout. And, you know, there's probably a lot more to it. And Sergio and I are kind of trying to figure out some ways that we can, you know, actually get real data and figure it out ourselves. Uh, so we are going to be, you know, doing a couple of different tests and going through that. Uh, but one of the big things is rate rebalancing says that they will give you higher earnings for shorter rides and then. You know, it rebalances by giving you lower earnings for longer rides compared to the old model. Um, and then Lyft is also, you know, test piloting Uber pay, or I'm sorry, upfront pay, which is exactly like Uber and upfront trip details, which we're going to kind of go into a little bit more. We have a little bit more information on that um, in just a moment. But, you know, one of the things that we should talk about 
is how long is too long for a ride, whether it's a, you know, ride share, whether it's a food delivery, especially with upfront earnings, with rate rebalancing, how far would you say is too far now at this point that you're either losing money on the ride because of rate, rate rebalancing, both on Uber and Lyft, as well as, you know, deadhead miling back. So, um, you know, Pedro, let's start with you. Have, have you kind of figured that out or, or thought about that now that you have upfront earnings and also uh, doing a little bit more ride share? Yeah. So for me with the ride share, um, I look at it two ways. If I have a really good promotion or something like that, uh, I like to keep, I like to have my total miles, like getting to the pickup and then drop off to be like four or five. I do a lot of short runs and those will typically pay me between six and 10 or $12. Right. So I like to do those. And I, if I can do three of those an hour, I'm over 30, 35 bucks. I'm, I'm good with that for me. But there are many times, you know, if I see a, a $40, doesn't happen often, or maybe like a $30 trip going 18 miles to the airport, I'll take it because I'll, I'll take that. And then the likelihood of me getting one, a pickup from the airport going in a direction I want to go is very high. So then I can turn that 30 into another 10, another 15, another $20 and do that in an hour. So I don't get those often, maybe once a day. Um, so I don't mind driving the miles, especially if it's highway and if it's an airport run. Um, or if I happen to be 10 miles or 15 miles away from home and still, you know, I'm towards the end of my day. I'll take a longer run going back to my home area. I'll do those all day because I, I have to drive those miles anyway. Um, but typically, I like to keep my miles really low. Like Serge was saying, keep to that eight-mile radius or whatnot. Like That's what I like to be because that's where I can be most profitable and efficient. But I'll definitely take some long runs if they're highway. I'll definitely do that. Okay, nice. And then is there anything where you say, oh, that's, you know, that's going to be too far or that's not worth my time? Um, is there anything specific that you, that you're looking at? I don't uh, I don't go so in St. Louis where the Mississippi divides us, the Missouri and Illinois, right? So downtown where the arch is at, you know, a lot of good money can be made there. But Uber would try to send me to like Cahokia or Collinsville, Illinois, like you know, 15, 20 miles out. I don't do those runs because in my past life when I was doing a lot of Uber rideshare. I could end up in Illinois and it tends to be another 20 miles and I'm in Mount Vernon. I'm like, I'm an hour away from home. Yeah. I made a little bit of money, but the likelihood of getting a trip out there coming back to St. Louis is not usually that high. Yeah. So then I'm basically yeah. doubling my miles and then I'm not really making money on that. So. Yep. So I don't Sergio, go, I know you I go that far. Okay. I try to stay in my area, bro. I, I, I set my DF and Kyle, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I try to stay in the hot zone as long as I can because it's surging there constantly. No more quests. Like, uh, okay, no problem. Uh, yesterday, I don't have any more quests. I go out, literally stayed within eight miles of my house, did four trips, 60 bucks almost in an hour and a half. I'm done. So to me, you, you know, your strategy of the, the old days when we had the multiplier, surge multiplier. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, trips were being extended on my end constantly, right? <laughs> so if I got a 10-mile LAX trip, I can go to LAX in LA four different ways. One is 10 miles, mm -hmm. one is 15 miles, one is 20 miles. And depending on what, who is in the room, that at two and a half X, you can you can bet your butt that it's going to be a 20-mile ride to LAX, okay? <laughs> so, 
And you know, without without delaying the passenger. Now, if the time was like so horribly different, worse, then I'm not gonna hurt the passenger because they're dealing with this time sensitive issue. Mm-hmm. But you know, nowadays, you know, driving long distance doesn't make sense whatsoever at all. Like if you have a decent quest like Pedro had, let's say 50 trips for 100 bucks, which we have not seen in LA for like more than three, four months now. Yeah, I, I knock out shorty after shorty after shorty and stay between, let's say, Santa Monica, if you people know LA, Santa Monica and West Hollywood. That's where all the rides are. Knock out 50, at least three, if up to five per hour. And then finish my quest, take their money, take more. Hopefully they'll be with Surge. Because with base rates at 60 cents a mile, it doesn't make sense to drive 50, 60, 80 miles to take somebody somewhere with a no hope of return. Okay? None. Zero. All right, hold, hold on. Pause real quick. Uh, Lenny just commented saying something that uh, let people be aware merchants have the ability to keep part of the tip uh, amounts in their system. So is that, has any, have either of you heard that? Because I haven't. Yeah, so I, I can kind of talk to that real quick. So yeah, um, I, I've talked to merchants about this. So what happens is, and DoorDash has even actually sent out, like responded to this like publicly. So with either DoorDash or Uber, if if, if Chris goes right now to a local pizza uh, joint, goes to their website and orders five pizzas and tips 50 bucks, let's just say, right? He, he leaves a nice tip. It's $200 with the PIs. You, you know, he's happy, right? Nice tip. That restaurant then can use the third-party app, whether Uber, Grubhub, DoorDash, to facilitate that delivery, and they can take that fifty-dollar tip and disperse it how they want to with their staff and or the driver. They they can manipulate that. Now, if if the order is placed on Uber's website or DoorDash's website, the merchant can't do it at that point. But if it's placed on the merchant's website, they can look at that and finagle that money. I've seen it before. Oh, so so if I order pizza on, let's say, Pizza Hut's website, and I order ten pizzas, right? Yeah. Yes. And then they aggregate that order through Uber Eats for delivery. Yes. And if I tip generously on the on their website, they can keep the tip and not. Yes. Oh, yes. that's not so. Good. You guys have uh, we we have a company called Panera or Breadco. I don't know what you guys you guys call it Panera probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call it Breadco because it started in St. Louis, so we call it St. Louis Bread Company. They're wow. they're the number they're the number one offender uh, of this or whatever because they'll get big catering orders on their website or people will call them in or whatever big corporations right like four or five hundred dollar orders and it'll be like a hundred dollar tip and they can actually decipher that tip it says it on the receipt so if you're a driver and you pick it up mm-hmm. it actually says it on the receipt the, the, we could you know the tip can be given to anybody in you know, they could do what they want with the tip and they might give the driver 50 bucks, which is great. I'll, I'll take the $50 to go a few miles. I don't care. But the other 50 might be going to the wait staff at the Panera. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Pedro, so what, is, what, is your opinion, what, what is your opinion of clowns, Pedro? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are we changing subjects already? What are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. No, because <laughs> no, I didn't know. See, I didn't know about that. I learned something now. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know yeah. about this tip thing, uh-huh. you know, and then... Yeah, uh, you know, and, and and so what happens to that food? But I mean, I'm I'm really curious. When I've been doing this delivery thing for two weeks, I turned down all these orders, right? Well, somebody's doing these orders. Somebody is doing it. I mean, they're not going like sitting there. You know what I mean? Somebody's taking these two, three dollar orders. Yeah, I. Who's doing it? I think okay. This this is who's doing it, right? It's new people, right? 
because they oh, don't okay. know, you know, they, they're uninformed yet. They don't understand. They just, they're excited because, oh, I got a ping on my phone. You know, I remember when I first started with like Postmates specifically, or even with Uber, I was just kind of taking everything because I was like, all right, okay, it's $3. Okay, it's going a mile. I guess I'll take it. That's the best. Can they tip after? Can they not? So I think it's new, uninformed people. And then it's also some people that um, are just doing it for pocket change. They're doing it just to have fun. A lot of people dash or do Uber Eats and they, they do it with their husband or wife on a date night. They're just spending a couple hours together. The kids are at a movie and they're just taking stuff like, and the money's not a big thing. There's some people that do it like that. Um, I, I, I was sent an article today. I did a video that'll come out tonight. A guy did, he made $30 and he put $30 in his gas camp. He didn't make any money. He made like 36 cents in profit. And yeah, he yeah. said he did eight deliveries and uh, in, in four hours. So he's doing two deliveries an hour and made 30 bucks. Like he's an uninformed driver. He doesn't know. He just doesn't know any better yet. And I think there's a lot. I think I think in my opinion, the YouTube community and the people on Reddit and Facebook, I think we're the minority. I think oh, yeah. most drivers take a majority of the things that hit their phone. So that's who's that's who's delivering the, the bad orders, yeah. in my opinion. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I, I will always be a cherry picker, so that's it. Sergio, you got to remember there there's a lot of people who are ants on rideshare and they'll take everything that's given. It's the same yeah. thing on on you know food delivery or you know right. these last mile deliveries. So it definitely happens. It's you know there's there's uh, there's probably very few people comparatively that do cherry pick, um, and the three of us definitely are versus yeah uh, you know probably the probably the mass so. Um, and I'm sure people watching, you know, picking up details and stuff like that definitely help. So, so, so Chris and Pedro, do you guys think Uber did this upfront fair thing, knowing that probably 75% of drivers are ants and they're going to take it anyway? Is that why? Is really? I mean, because you to know, me, it's like they're giving up something that they haven't given up for 12 years. Now they go, oh, here, here's the destination. Now go ahead and look at it. We don't care. We don't worry about it. We have so much info on you that we know you've taken 99% of your trips. You've accepted it. So without fear, we're going to show you the destination because we think you're going to continue and you're not going to switch from being an ant to a cherry picker. Is that maybe that's why they're doing it. They go like, we don't care. You're going to accept it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it could be that. I don't know. I think, I think a lot of people that do this work just, and it, just don't really look at their numbers like some yeah. of us do. You know, I mm -hmm. think I, you know, I think a lot of people that do it are doing it very part time. They're doing it for just one month. Maybe they're doing it for a couple of months. You know, I, I think it's a very high turnover line of work that we're in. And I think a lot of people are just like, I just need to make 500 bucks this month to take care of my car note or take care of my bill or to do this. And they're making, they get to that 500, but they really didn't make 500 because they spent a lot of time or a lot more gas and then they're still just spinning their wheels trying to figure out why they're not making money and i think a lot of people fall into that and that's why i try to educate and inform like hey you're going to mm -hmm. be better off if you're a little patient no tip no trip i believe it it's not a personal thing it's just like you can't make money if you take too many two three four dollar orders you just can't but i think some people are just like i just need to get to this amount and i don't care how long it takes me i just got to make my hundred bucks today Whereas I try to tell people, you know what, in a lot of markets, you might be able to make that in four or five hours instead of eight. So why not? Why not? Don't you want your three hours back? You know, that's kind of yep. where my mind goes, but teach their own. So, Chris, one yeah, second. I mean, one second. Cynthia J. There's a question. I actually I can help her with this one. What can you do as a driver when they 
throw you rides. This is, happens more on Lyft than Uber. Uber at least has the courtesy to ping you with a ping as opposed to Lyft going, da -da -da -da. Mm -hmm. oh, we just added a ride to your queue. You don't know where it is, where it's going, how much it's going to pay. We just added it anyway. So, and you don't have an idea where you're going. Okay, how do you cancel those rides? You don't have to, those don't count towards your cancellation. You go to your app, you swipe up, you will see the next passenger and there's a plus or minus sign right next to it. You can remove them from your queue. Better yet, if you don't want to get stacked after receiving a trip and putting the passenger in your car, go to your app, click on this. I want this to be my last ride. You can do that for Uber and Lyft as well, and you will not get stacked. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lyft, Lyft does that pretty bad. But uh, um, And then the, the at the beginning, too, like when you're going to a ride, and then they'll just be like, oh, we're, we're switching the ride and going somewhere else. Yeah. So annoying. Like, I just came from there. You know, you could have given me that and I would have been all right. But now, um, Rideshare Lisa says, uh, check the ride that came through the app. Check the rate card against, and it was definitely lower. Uh, Lisa, send me the screenshots. Uh, text oh, me can those. you mention that, by the way, to send me all these screenshots with the upfront stuff that they're pulling now? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get right in the upfront. Yeah. Um, First, we're, we're, we're going to have a big upfront earnings, upfront pay uh, live stream coming in a couple of weeks. Uh, there's a couple of things that Sergio and I want to do to kind of try to get some information, um, you know, better, you know, educate ourselves or try to try to figure out the algorithms a little bit better um, to see what's going to be better and more worth it for drivers out there. Um, you know, especially because it's going to affect probably just about everybody. Uh, rate cards are pretty much going away. Uh, so Lisa, yeah, that uh, you, you could have compared it to your rate card, but now that we have upfront pricing as of a week and a half ago or two weeks ago now, um, it's there is no more rate card. They just basically give you the price and say, hey, do you want to take this ride or not? There's no more rate card. Um, so can if you, you guys, want to can look, you guys tell me what a rate card is? Why do you get paid <laughs> yeah, per mile and minute? Yeah. Oh, rate card. OK, I, I, had, I just hadn't heard that terminology before, so. Okay, no, oh, okay. but I mean, like, so when you accept a ride in St. Louis now, right? Yeah. So you see an upfront price. Mm -hmm. You look at your miles that you're going to go to pick up to deliver or to or not deliver, but if you're doing ride share to the destination, yeah. right? You figure out, okay, it's two bucks a mile or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the old days, before upfront pricing, there was just like cabs per mile and per minute. There's a time and distance component. So yeah. in LA, in California, we still have rate cards. So rate card meaning in LA, figure this out, 60 cents a mile, bro, for UberX. 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute. Where in LA, literally three miles could take 45 minutes, okay? In rush hour traffic. There's no, yeah, that's... Yeah, okay, that's, you just go nuts. You go crazy, you know what I mean? And 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 so that, I'm sure you used to have a rate card, like, um, uh, you know, as a driver. Maybe now they have you all the upfront stuff that they're pushing with yeah and, i have the i have the i see i see like like a lot of my things today were it will say like 882 because you know uber's always weird with the little cents you know 882 i'm i'm 0.8 miles away from the the address where they're at and it's going to be another three miles and i'll just take that it's like two bucks a mile a little over two bucks a mile it's quick it leaves me in a very densely populated area and i'll take those all day long so yeah 
What's up? But you apply the same strategy applied to your uh, pretty much, you know, yeah. to your to your food delivery, right? I mean, yeah, you don't want this person to go take you ten miles out of town where there's not going to be any trips, right? Right. So right. You, I, it's, I mean, honestly, I figured you know between delivery and rideshare, there are quite a few similarities. Yes. And, and that you know you don't want to end up somewhere you don't want to be. You know, yeah. you want to minimize the dead miles. You know. So I also ooh. I also numerous times a day I turn down a really good fare if it's if it's leaving me in maybe an area of town I don't want to be in. Maybe it's unsafe yeah. or it's historically you might get issues from those passengers, yeah. bad ratings, long wait times. Like, yeah, I just yeah. I stay away even if the miles are miles are good, money's good. You know, if you're taking me 10 miles north in a bad area, but it's paying me 30 bucks, I'll, I will actually turn that down a lot of the time yeah. because it's just I don't want the headache or the possible headache. Right. Because I've, I've done it before and I just I like to drive stress free if I can. So I stay out of certain areas as well yeah. for my safety. <clears throat> mostly. So. Yeah, that's definitely that's one of the good things about having the upfront earnings and knowing or the map, knowing where you're going. Uh, that's definitely a very good thing because. You know, some, some of the things that we have, like, you know, I, I like driving at night and, you know, I do a lot of the bar stuff. Um, so if I'm driving in Allentown or Elmwood, which are busier bar districts in Buffalo, uh, you know, you get you get one that's going 35 you know minutes or 40 minutes away. Sure, it might be great if it's going to where you want to go to another uh, busier area. But if it's not, and it's going into the middle of nowhere then it's like, I don't want to take that because, you know, it's, it's screaming red downtown. Uh, but, you know, elsewhere, you're just going to deadhead somewhere else. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely great that you can make those decisions. But then, you know, beyond that, you also got to say, OK, what what's my goal for today? Where am I going? What do I need to do? Um, you know, kind of have to set that up and, you know, answering the question from earlier, um, you know, for me, when I go out and, you know, how long is too long, maybe, um, you know, I, I got to look at what what my goal is personally for that. Do I want to stay close? Do I want to, you know, just drive and try to make money? Um, you know, there, there's different ways that I'm going to look at it. So I think um, sometimes it's going to be case by case. But yeah, when it's when you start, you know, with this rate rebalancing, you know, once you find that teetering point where anything less than that, you're making more versus, you know, taking anything that's longer than that. Um, cause I don't like, I don't want to lose money. You know, I was getting paid, you know, even more before that, before this whole change. And then all of a sudden they, they shift it and switch it. And now if I take, you know, something that's eight miles or eight minutes or whatever it might be uh, after, and that's like the teetering point, well, then I wouldn't want to take anything after that unless it's going to a specific area that I want to head to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the three P's, the three P's, right. It's patience, position and planning. Without those three Ps, I don't care what you do, you're not going to be successful. You have to have patience. You cannot accept every ping. You have to position yourself correctly, which in, I believe it's more more you know important in, in food delivery than actually rideshare because there is so much more rideshare demand than food delivery. Food delivery being you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of a thing in between, right? So rideshare is all over the place at all times of the day. So, you know, position yourself correctly and you plan your day. I mean, you know, it's, it's not by the dollar amount you plan your day. I want to make hundred bucks today. You plan your day. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to end up? What do you, what is this ride's purpose for you? You know, instead of playing checkers, you got to play chess. You just got to yeah. think two, three steps ahead. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this trip is taking me from Santa Monica to here. Well, what is there, right? What's my next move from there, right? Yeah. As opposed to, oh, now I'm stuck 80 miles away from home base. Now what do I do? 
and just yeah. use my one of my useless destination filters and hope I hit the lottery and get back home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work like that. No, I think you just I think I think you just said it perfectly. The checkers, you gotta play chess versus checkers yeah. because you know, yeah. I in St. Louis, I'm real lucky. I have four zones like for DoorDash per se, right? Because with Uber, what the one thing I love is like Serge said earlier, you just turn it on, go wherever. But I have four zones that are really kind of close and there's like three highways I can zoom. So I might get like a like I the other day I did a $17 10 mile on DoorDash. It only took me 20 minutes to complete from beginning to end because I walked in, they had it, boom, couple turns. I'm on a highway. It's mostly highway miles. I get off the highway. I go down like 0.5. I'm good. But I knew where it was leaving me in a zone that I knew was going to be red. I knew I could end my dash and dash again in that other zone. And there was, you know, 40 different things around me within a few miles. So I took that 17 bucks because I knew I could do that 17, 20 minutes. Like I took out 40 minutes to make another 20 bucks very easily i can do that and um so for me one of the biggest things is and i try to tell drivers where does it leave you you guys have both mentioned that today where does that ride share leave you where does the food delivery leave you because that's that's your neck that's your second third and fourth move we can't yeah. just think about the one move you got to think a little bit ahead so the check the chess analogy is spot on in my opinion so i mean you say you play a lot of basketball you want to teach basketball yeah. i watch one of your you know yeah uh, videos you you know you can't play basketball with what happened 30 seconds ago you got to play basketball with what happened what's going to happen 30 seconds from now right yeah. you read your players your chemistry you have with them it's the same thing in ride share i mean this morning yesterday morning if i when i was doing ride share i exactly knew where i wanted to be i dictated the algorithm to feed me exactly the rise that i wanted to be and i know what it's going to surge and i just kind of sit there and collect the surge otherwise the algorithm is going to send me to probably somewhere there is no search and what's the point of doing that i mean you got to make the most money in the least amount of time but you know a lot of people don't put thought into this and then they just kind of go ah i don't make any money i'm like yeah you don't make any money because you're just not putting any thought into it just put some thinking into it it's not that hard you know what i mean yeah but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. All right so let's uh let's move on to lyft because we're talking about uber for a little bit let's go to lyft because they're Why? testing out two upfront <laughs> Yeah, they're, wow. they're again. Wow. They're the they're the younger. Uh, they're the little tree who doesn't get enough sun right. because Uber's right. shadow, they're in an Uber shadow. So they're yeah. copying yet again. Uh, they actually are doing something that's a little bit different, which is pretty unique. Um, so they're doing two different types of you know upfront trip details and upfront pay. Uh, so let's get into the upfront trip details, and then as I'm going through this, take a look at the two different offerings that they're having, and they're they're piloting these in different markets. We're not really sure where yet. Um, fully, but this this is actually in my market right now um, for the upfront trip details. So uh, the big thing that we want to know, what would you like better? So let us know in the comments after we go through, um, you know, these two different dif different models. Um, now that we've now that I've actually been on Lyft and been able to use this a little bit, uh, it's a little easier to understand. So for upfront trip details, essentially what you see on the right of the screen there is what you get right now so if you have a 50 percent or higher acceptance rate then you will get this upfront trip details uh so this is tied directly to your acceptance rate this is, doesn't have to do with upfront pay you're still getting the same rate card everything's the same there the only difference is you get a map showing you where the pickup and where the drop off is going to be as well as how far away uh each thing is so you know how long the trip is how far they are to pick up so you can make a little bit more informed decision. Um, so this is the first way that they're doing it. And like I said, this is 
something that's in a couple of markets right now that they're piloting. Um, what are your what, what do you think about the, this this particular one so far? I like this one. It's better than what they had for ants only. You know, only top ants used to see oh, 10 minutes northwest as if they knew where northwest was, to be honest with you. But I was like, oh, okay. any, any general direction. <laughs> yeah, any general direction is good. I'm just going to accept 99.9% of my truth. Um, yeah, I mean, you know what? In all of this with the upfront, by the way, and for Uber and Lyft, I feel bad for the ants. I really do. All that work they put in, all the thousands of hours and millions of miles, accepting every trip, every garbage ping Uber and Lyft sent them. They accepted it to be this diamond this and platinum that and this and that. Bro, I was blue for, I don't know, six and a half years and I was totally content with it. So what do these people do now? Don't, do, don't, don't they feel like they got stabbed in the back by Uber and Lyft, right? Because look, I had to keep a 90% acceptance rate. I had to get an extra destination. I saw the passenger's general mm -hmm. direction, all the, all the stuff I did for Uber. Now Uber says, ah, you don't need to be an ant. You just see the destination everybody sees whatever i'm like i would feel like horrible i would feel bad if i was an ant this is okay it's not as good as ubers uber actually not only shows you the map but it also gives you cross sections of you know cross streets of where you're picking up or you're dropping off yeah i mean it, it's it's it better than before better than before but well it, i would it, beyond california because you're in a special district right now um but going outside of california with rate rebalancing, with getting rid of the rate cards, you know, it's it's a different story because, you know, that's what Uber's doing. Uh, Lyft is also doing that. And we'll, I'll show you in a screen, screenshots in a, in a minute, but I do want to hear what Pedro's thoughts are uh, on upfront trip details. I mean, I, for my selfish reasons, I love it. I remember when I was, I've never done Lyft. I want to say that, you know, I've never done that, but like I could, Remember when Uber, sometimes it would just say, I remember the screen, it'd say like Uber X five minutes or five miles. And that's telling me how far I am from, but I have no idea where they're going. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. You know, I just don't know where they're going. Part of town I don't want to be in. Maybe it's towards the end of my shift. Do I want to end up an hour and a half away? You know, like I got to come back. Like, so I, 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 I think as, as, as drivers, for many reasons, we should know where we're going. And be able to make that informed decision. So I think it's great. Um, mm. I think I think I, I sometimes wonder why they they do it. Is it just are they really listening to drivers, or is it not enough people are getting picked up and they think, well, let's show them more in hopes that more people will accept orders and offers. I, I don't know, but I think it's a good thing. I think we should have as much information that's available that the algorithm knows that should be shown to the driver, whether it's a driver, a shopper, a food delivery person, and we can say yes or no, and then that's it. I, I think I think sometimes the companies make it more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah. Well, I like that. Um, but going on, so as you can see, Lyft is also uh, testing upfront pay, which is essentially the same exact thing as what Uber's upfront earnings is. Yeah. Uh, so this is you know, getting rid of the, the rate cards. So you look on the right, it says upfront pay makes earnings simpler by removing the guesswork. Uh, so you'll know where it is uh, beforehand. Uh, so it's it's very similar, even moving on to the next screen. Um, so you can see how it's, it's different. So 
basically it, it looks like it's almost word for word from uber yeah uh so it's this part this one is not tied to acceptance rate so everything changes it's it's just like uber's upfront earnings um the other one is tied only to acceptance rate where rate cards stay the same so there's no rate rebalancing there's no you know let's like finagle the price maybe between drivers uh you know driver a might get price one while driver b gets price two uh when it comes to you know trying to figure out who's going to take the ride uh, there, there could be a lot of things that they could do individually uh, or even market by market where they could be like, oh, well, you know, everybody's accepting the rides. Let's let's lower that a few cents. And they're going to just do it a little bit at a time until you look at it. And you're like, I'm getting paid peanuts. Hmm. Um, so I think that that could be part of what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, like I said, we're going to we're going to really try to do a deep dive on this. Um, but, yeah, as you can see, so this is upfront pay. So this is a little bit different. Um, so I want to ask you guys. What would you like better? Would you like something that's going to show you the pay up front, kind of not necessarily with the, the, the rate card um, or, you know, time and mileage uh, where it's going to be no acceptance rate. You're going to get it no matter what, like upfront pay. Or would you rather see upfront trip details where you are only tied to an acceptance rate of 50% and maybe it could be finagled depending on, um, you know, different somebody I thought I saw, he said 30% in their area. Um so what are your thoughts? What would you like better? And then people who are watching, let us know what you think is better too. I, I don't know. I, I like, I like what Uber is doing, right? I, show me everything, make, 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 you know, I'll make my own decisions. As long as it, look, again, I, I am pretty sure it's going to come with, you know, quiet timeouts and things like that. If you, you know, decide not to accept four, five, six, eight, ten 10 in a row because they're garbage trips, right? I'm sure they're going to throttle you. All kinds of good things are going to happen. But, uh, you know, let's just call it the way it is. It's, it's, you know, show me everything. Let me make my own prudent decision. You know, I, I don't hide anything from me. Uh, if I don't take it, I don't take it. I'll just won't make any money that day because that means, according to the Uber CEO, right? He said, that means we're mispricing rides. I'm like, you've been mispricing rides the whole freaking time, 12 years now. <laughs> that's, besides that, besides that. <laughs> You know, uh, Lyft, look, man, I, I'm telling you, you know, I honestly, Lyft, I don't know how it exists. I do Lyft. I did a Lyft ride this morning. I did a scheduled ride this morning. I like their scheduled rides. I know where I'm going. I know where I'm picking up from. I know how much it's going to pay. So put it all out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, 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 I like I like Uber. I like what I see in my Uber yeah. screen because I, I, you know, I can make a really good informed Ooh. decision. And the only thing. Um, like I said, I've never done Lyft, but you know, it's not hard to like, okay, yeah, you're telling me this many miles. I can probably, when I used to have the Uber, when I was doing Uber like two years ago, before I saw everything, I knew about, okay, that's a $10, $10 run, right? And then I can make a decision. But at the end of the day, I'm, I should be able to just look and say, oh, it's five bucks. I'm good. Now nah, I'm good. Or it's 10 bucks. I'll take it. It's 20. I'm, you know, I, we should be so, able to see that. And I think acceptance rate. I think that's just a way for them to manipulate drivers because yeah. the turnover is so high with these companies. And, you know, we're so like, I want to have good ratings. Well, you know what? Like that's, that's subjective. And, you know, and, and, and some would say a good rating is like five stars on DoorDash, 20% acceptance and hundred percent completion, hundred percent. That's a good rating to me. I think if you take too many orders overall, it's, that's bad, right. For yourself. Right. So I think I'd rather just, Acceptance rate to me, I think they hold that over some drivers' heads because it's they just want to manipulate us and 
That's yeah. how yeah. I feel about it. So that's why it's I don't have a guiding hand. Yeah. 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 I mean, my acceptance rate on Uber, I think is like 8%. It's, not, it's <laughs> even worse on Uber than it is on DoorDash because I see a lot of really low Uber, uh, Uber Eats, or I see a lot of really bad, you know, uh, Uber X's. So um, mm-hmm. I cancel. I think, I think, I think my cancellation rate is 7% on Uber right now. Um, so I don't mind canceling and just moving on. So those yeah. for me, yeah, 50, like the one in the middle. I used that's what I used to see all the time. The one yeah. on the right, ten minutes well, away. That, that, that's something we need to. We, I'm going to talk about it because you know what the, the driven mom. Uh, hey Tony, if that's Tony, but that's Tony's wife, maybe. It is. Um, yes. uh, look what it says here. I should have all the information without strings attached, right? That's the comment. That's the important thing. Yeah. So this is me yesterday. Yesterday morning, first day of. Schools opening up in LA, LAUSD. Of course, that's my pin up there. I set my DF right through the Red Sea. I want to go max 10 miles, make me <laughs> 50, 60 bucks in an hour and go home. Yeah. And my DF is special DF. So whoever knows, knows. Anyway, so I turn my app on. It's 741 right there on the time, right? I turn my app on. Now, on the first screenshot, do you guys see where it says zero out of 10, right? Now, in California, upfront comes with penalties for us. Not to the rest of the country, apparently, but in California, we have penalties. I have to accept five of the last 10 trips, not 50% acceptance rate. Last five out of the 10 trips to see upfront details of the passenger. Well, yesterday morning when I turned my app on, there is also something called Trip Radar now that they're unleashing throughout the country. Yep. Guess what these mm-hmm. garbage pings are? The one in the middle screen is a Trip Radar trip from 15 minutes away, 6.3 miles away with a 375 surge. And three people are watching it. You can see by looking like eyeball. The eyeball shows three. There are three people watching it. Well, guess what happened? Yesterday morning, I turned my app on with 7 out of 10 with the upfront fares, seeing the upfront fares. The first two they threw at me, I declined. Then they threw at me another one, I declined. Now I'm blind. I don't know what the heck is going on. I don't know where I'm going. And then my screen was full of this garbage, 15 minutes away, 10 minutes away. By the way, look at these, 13 minutes away. Now I'm blind. I don't even know, right? And the problem with the trip radar, right? Okay, so like the one on the right, okay, I may do it. It's 875 surge, but six miles away. I'm not going to take that. I don't want it. I'm sitting right here in the middle of the Red Sea. But what happens with the trip radar is it will show up on trip radar. And if you don't take it or turn your app off fast enough, and I wrote about this, they will ping you with the damn thing, bro. And then what happens to my five out of 10? It goes to four out of 10, three out of 10, two out of 10, and then it became zero out of 10. So I'm blind, driving blind now. You know, I agree with uh, um, uh, with Tony's Dr- wife. And, driven, and the the well. driven mom. Yeah, driven, driven mom, mom. Yeah. yeah. It should come with no restrictions. Why do we have restrictions in California? I don't understand. Like all of you guys have like decline all you want. No problems. No AR restriction. We have an AR restriction. I know why we have it, but that's not the issue. The issue is, you know, yesterday morning, they threw all the garbage pings at me. I didn't take him. I still ended up making 60 bucks for an hour and a half. 
because I had set my DF properly and I just cut right through the Red Sea, went seven miles, came back seven miles, and I was done. But I I think this trip radar, you guys better be really careful about this thing. If you do see one of these things pop up in the middle of your screen, and I, I'm telling you, there is a 90% likelihood that they're going to ping you with that garbage that you somebody else passed on, okay? So, uh, you, you know, know. what's you know what's interesting that you bring up the trip radar. Uh, in the last two weeks, on my screen, I, I hear like a little, <laughs> like a little notification, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's at the it's at like the bottom middle of my phone. I have to hit it, and then I'll see them, and I'll see some good ones in there, and I'll yep. try to accept it. Not fast and enough. <laughs> and then it says it says matching, matching, matching. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get them, but most of the time, somebody else, somebody yeah, somebody else, else got, got it. it. Because it'll say like two or three eyeballs are watching it. So yeah. I wonder, like, you know, because there are times I there was yesterday, I think, or the day before, I saw a really good one. 18 yeah. bucks. I think it was like three miles combined. I was like, ooh, I want that. Like, give me that, right? <laughs> I, it was just matching, matching, yeah. and then it finally, you know, went away. I didn't get it. But you have um, to have a quick trigger finger on those. You gotta oh, it's like Instacart, like Instacart the same way you see an offer on Instacart. You have yeah. to accept it so quick, otherwise yeah. it goes away. It's, it's very similar. Uh, you know, you know I, I did the article like two months ago on this one. You know what I call trip radar, Pedro? I call the whack-a-mole. You know when you go to the... <laughs> yeah, they're going to hit park, it fast. You yeah. whack, 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 whack it really fast, bro. If you don't fast it, yeah. you know, if you're not fast enough, that's gone. The good yeah, one is gone. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah no, no, you know, no surprise trip radar came with unlimited uh, upfront uh, destinations. Because there's going to be a lot of rejected rides, and all those rejected rides have to go somewhere. They're just going to shuffle it, reshuffle it, shuffle it, reshuffle it until some ant takes it. And I'm like, yep. they want to keep the rides in the system, right? And some may fit your bill. You know, some may be going to where you want to go. But yesterday morning, there were no drivers in my neighborhood. You can see the surge, right? Bleeding surge, 10, 12, 15, 20 bucks everywhere. And they send me trips from six, eight miles away. So why is that happening? Because... There are number one, there's no drivers. There's a driver shortage, obviously. And number two, all the people in my area rejected those rides and then now I'm being reshuffled and being shown to me. Like, why would I take an eight mile away trip when my destination that I said is less than eight miles? I'm like, not right. gonna happen. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think, you know, for me, I think we should be able to see all of it, but these companies aren't gonna do that. They wanna, you know, like with you, I think it, you know, if they're saying, oh, we got to accept 50 percent of your rides to see up front, you know, information. I remember they, that was happening sort of a couple months ago, I think. And it's just because it, it's just a way for them to say, OK, hold up. Now I know I just declined four. So I got to accept this next one. It's just a way to manipulate the drivers to take more fares. And I get it. They're a company. They want their customers serviced. I, I totally understand that. I, I really, really do. But um I think, you know, we're speaking to drivers, right? We want people to make actual money and be profitable and know your worth and things like that and have control what you can control. But the apps will control you if you will let them. If you allow them to, they they will. And that's on you. I really strongly believe that. And, you know, we have to do a better job of just knowing your worth and saying, I don't need to take that. I don't want to take that. I'll be patient. And sometimes if it's really slow, we've had a bad day or it's 2 p.m. and the lunch rush is over. Yeah, maybe you you know you you take your minimum down a little bit or whatever. I think that's normal, right? But like, if it's lunchtime or if it's popping in your city, like you got to accept good orders. You got to take good fares. You know, like that's the only way to make money. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I said this million times before. 
Yeah, as much as the drivers don't think they're in charge, we're in charge, man. It was obvious yesterday. Why is it surging? Not enough drivers, not too many people taking trips. What would have happened if we all at the same time in my little San Fernando Valley turn our apps off exactly at 7 a.m. for about 15 to 20 minutes? What would happen to Uber's system? It will collapse, <laughs> bro, because the demand is coming in. It will collapse. Literally, it would collapse. So if all sure, drivers... Turns the app on and ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it would, it would collapse. I'm telling you. No, no customers mm. will be served and we'll be in charge and it'll be surging 50 bucks. But mm. unfortunately, unfortunately, our, us drivers, we don't stick together. We got to stick together. Delivery, ride share, whatever you're doing. You're in charge, bro. If you don't take that $3 order, that food is going to sit there and it's going to teach. What do you call them, Pedro? Clowns? Oh, well, yeah, but that gets me in trouble. So let's be careful. No, no, I, I, I'll take over. I'll take over. All the, all the I'm ones, all the, all the people, all the, all the customers who don't tip, you know, are clowns, right? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we, 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 yeah. we got to stop enabling the behavior because I, this is what I say. Yeah. You, you're either ignorant in a good or bad way, right? Ignorant meaning you just don't understand how the apps work and what we actually make. And that's why you don't tip fine, whatever. Or you, or you just like, don't ever believe in tipping and that's cool too, but I don't have to bring you your food because I need to make money. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I just, and plus those are usually the, 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 the people that are going to give you bad delivery instructions. They're not going to be respectful of your car. I picked up a few people like that today. You know, you never know who you're picking up yep. and they just kind of, you know, disrespect your, your space and this and that. And, you know, so yeah, I, I like to, make my money as stress-free as possible. And the only way to do that in my market is no tip, no trip and deliver to people that respect my time and I'll give them great service and I keep it as simple as I can keep it. So, yeah, I saw that TikTok a battle you had with that clown who says, Oh yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah, yeah. No tip necessary. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why you're not getting your food. That, at yeah. all you know, what was funny? What was funny? He was like, okay. He said, I'll just get my money back. What? That, okay, so if you order why'd food, why'd you order the food in the first place? Why'd you order? You idiot? Yeah, I'm hungry, or I gotta feed my family. You're okay with <laughs> just ordering from somewhere else and waiting another thirty minutes? It doesn't make no. any lot logical. Logically, it doesn't make sense. So it's yeah. just you know, that's all good. Yeah. That's all good. I like it. I like no tip, no trip. There you go. Yep, that's good. You can't right, apply uh, that to ride share, by the way, Pedro. You can't apply I, that to ride I, share. I know that. It's a total different beast. I'm good with that. It's yep. all up front. If, you, if I get a tip on ride share, I treat it like a bonus. I'm very thankful. Yeah, yeah. But that's it's very, a totally yeah. different game. Nobody yeah. tips that ride share. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> very, it's, it, I think I did it, 11 today, and I got two tips, though. So, yeah. Did you? Okay, that's a bonus. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's funny that we have their lives in their, in our hands. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. literally, we're driving you. I mean, we, we, you just, we have your life in our hand versus bringing you the food that's going to be cold anyway because you lazy ass didn't get off the couch and pick up your own food, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, you tip on that one, but I have your life in my hand and you don't tip on this one. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. when was the last time you were in a cab and you didn't tip and get out? I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. I, and it's weird. Like today, I picked up a, a guy. And you know you got to read your car, right? You guys, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. you guys, you guys are better at this than me. You know, some people want to talk, some don't. You know, I never force a conversation. I don't ask questions a lot. You know, like I'll ask them. You know, if, if the air's too hot or too cold, let me know. I could change it for you. And that's you know where you're going or how's your day. Real simple, right? But like some people don't want to talk. Yeah. And those are you know, I picked up a guy today. Gets in the car, headphones in. I just confirm where he's going. I get there. Drop them off, five dollar tip. 
didn't yeah. we said two words to each other, you know? So some yeah. people just Hello and dip, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was probably thankful that I didn't talk his ear off and I let him just chill. You know, he needed, he needed 15 minutes of peace and quiet. So you got to read your passengers, you know, that's what works for me. But Pedro answered that question. Can someone please explain the purpose of hidden tips? I, I have no purpose other than being oh. just, just, <laughs> just shady as shit. Yeah, so this is what I would say to that, Judy. I don't, you know, um, this is my opinion on it. Um, I've even heard a the, the president of DoorDash a year and a half ago mentioned this when when Harry actually interviewed him, uh, Christopher Payne. He said, um, you know, we don't want everybody just cherry picking and taking all the great orders. So when a customer tips really well, right, they, they, they want us to gamble. So for me, I know that 625, if I see an order for 625 going four miles or less, 95% of the time that order is going to be more. It could be a dollar more, a quarter more. It could be $20 more, but I, most of the time it's going to be more. And, and I think the companies know that. They want to keep us guessing. And, and uh, it really does a disservice to the consumer because if I'm a consumer and I tip 10 bucks, which is what I tip when I order food, um, and they stack it or they only show the driver that I tipped $4 and they hid the other six because that's what DoorDash does. I, my food might be delayed by 15, 20, 45 minutes because they didn't show the driver everything. So they want to keep us guessing. They want as many ants as possible. They don't want, you know, lions out here. They want ants just making everything happen. Right. So I think that's why they hide it they, to keep us guessing, because there's been times I've taken orders I thought would be bigger and they're not but the food got delivered and that's all the companies really care about. So. Is Uber Eats the same in St. Louis as it is in LA, which is like once you've de- finished the delivery, right? The base rate shows up, right? Yeah. Same. And then it yeah. says you have one hour, the actual fare for this, including tip was 20 bucks. Yes. But the, the base is only six. Now you have one hour playing, you know, wheel of fortune. Am I going to get it? Am I not going to yes. get it? Am I going to get it? I mean, I don't even understand the purpose of this thing. I mean, yeah, really, I, I, well, I think why do you have to keep me in suspense for an hour? Yeah. Okay, why not 20 minutes? Why an hour? What's well, an hour? I, I think the reason they do that is because the consumer on their end have up yeah. to that amount of time to increase or decrease the tip. So on Uber Eats, when I order on Uber Eats, because uh, when I go live on Sundays, I do a food order and I do it live and I, yeah, yeah. you know, I see how, how's my experience going to be? Always something funny happens, right? But even in when the driver's in route, so like if it says the driver picked up your White Castle or your Steak and Shake, right? Would you like to tip more? It gives you the option while the food's in route. And then as a consumer, I have the option of decreasing or increasing after I got my food. So I think it's also, it's a way for them to protect the consumer if they had a bad experience or reward That's the driver. True, yeah. if they if Reward the driver if they had a really good experience, which... Yeah. Most people, after they eat, they, they forgot about the driver. Yeah. You bring them the food. They're not thinking. 99.9% of consumers aren't saying, oh, that Pedro guy really handed me the bag really great. No, <laughs> yeah. it, they don't care. Like, they've already tipped the amounts there. But it's just another manipulation tactic and a way to keep us guessing. Some people, some conspiracy theorists, or maybe there's evidence. I've heard a lot of people say this. I don't know where I lie yet on it. But they'll say, no, well, Chris tipped 10 bucks. But you know what? We only have to give the we only have to give the driver nine of that, right? So I can show you a hidden tip, and you're surprised, but you don't know that it was ten because I'm yeah. I'm showing you it was nine, so I'm adding an extra couple bucks. Yeah. So that that could be a way for them to manipulate money in that way as well. Some people would say that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's that's you know the conspiracy on pretty much every app I think that you can tip on. 
are you getting a hundred percent of tips or not? Right. So, there's no, well, there's no, how could we really know? Like, you, you know, you could put some I mean, experiments, do you, but do it's you hard, really think, you know. do you really think DoorDash would do that? They got busted one time for stealing tips. You think they'll still do it? I mean, I'm not sure, man. I, I wouldn't put anything past any billion dollar company. That's just where I, you know, do I think Walmart does things? Monsanto does crazy things. Do I think oh, Tesla, yeah. do, I, do I think the big companies do things? Yeah, yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. I do. oh I do. absolutely. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, do. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there's one one thing that I do want to uh, bring about, uh, which is kind of just a you know warning, help protect drivers out there. This one's more for rideshare, so food delivery drivers who are watching. Um, if you decide to do rideshare or anything like that, uh, just keep your ears open. Uh, but there has been uh, you know an increase of some phishing scams and some you know uh, issues when it comes to passengers in the car uh, who are trying to steal your money when you're driving. Uh, so essentially, just want to make a warning out there to all of you. Um, first, you know, when it comes to fishing, you know, the, the people in your car are not your friends. You could talk to them, but if they're asking personal questions and they're asking, you know, and they're trying to get more information, personal information, don't give it to them. Give them real basic answers. Uh, you know, just protect yourself, protect the people around you, uh, that type of thing, because there are people who are really good at it. Uh, they're really personable. They're really charismatic, and they will actually be able to to get your information pretty well. So be careful with that. And then also uh, there is also people who are going in the back seat and saying, oh, my phone's dead, but I need to, to you know, change something or I need to add something or, you know, I got to make a quick call. Can I use your phone? Uh, don't let anybody use your phone and never, ever hand the phone uh, to, to, to somebody who is uh, in your car that you don't know because, well, they could go into your app and they could change your banking information to theirs and there's not really much you can do about it at that point. So again, just be careful with that stuff. Uh, we want to make sure you keep your money safe where it is in your wallet, not in somebody else's. So just be careful with that. Um, I just want to make that quick yeah. awareness there. Yeah, protect your info, man. No, don't accept. You know, the, 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 I mean, these these shysters they make the emails look exactly like what Uber would send you. And, mm -hmm. and you know, or first of all, Uber will never call you. Okay, so if you if you get a phone call saying I'm like uh, Philippines or you know uh, customer support with Uber, hang up. Will, Uber will never call you ever out of the blue. Anyway, they may call you back if you had a question for them, but they will never call you out of the blue saying, Oh, hey, uh, did you reset your? Uh, it's time to reset your password. I'm like, uh -uh -uh. Don't, don't, don't be an idiot. Don't. Yep. That's like that's like Citibank calling you in the two in the morning saying, "Oh, I think it's time to reset your password." Yeah. So yeah. Well, Uber, Uber, and Lyft will give you three points of contact as well. So if yeah. they're trying to call, because it will happen, they could call you depending on if something happened, you know. But it, it's not really out of the blue, but it's going to be something designed. Uh, but they're going to contact you through a text, through their number, uh, through their their text line. They're going to send you a notification in app, and that's very hard to, to, uh, to mess again, with yeah. in app uh, via notification and email. Uh, so they're going to give you three points contact. Uh, so if you get three points contact from somebody, that's an official Uber uh, message that's coming to you or Lyft message. I don't know how DoorDash is or some of these other apps, uh, but I know three channels of contact for both Uber and Lyft when it comes to them trying to contact you for something. If you don't have that, especially an in-app notification, uh, ignore it, uh, play with them a little bit, 
Uh, you could do a lot of different <laughs> things, but never give out your personal information that way uh, or banking or password or anything like that. Never. Door, DoorDash will never ask you for your uh, information. They might call you to say, I've had numerous calls, half a dozen over the couple of years. Hey, did you have this delivery or, you know, that might happen, but they're not going to call you and ask you for your information. If they do, it's, it's a complete yeah, scam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, Lisa and- says, I haven't set my, <laughs> I haven't reset my password in five years. Do you even remember your password is the question now, right here, Lisa? Yeah, it's Lisa, <laughs> like, one, two, three. Like, oh, crap. She's going to have to change yeah, Oh, damn. No, that- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Tony is here. Hey, Tony, I'm still in Quest Purgatory, my man. Quest Jail. <laughs> I'm not getting out anytime soon, but guess what? It's okay. Do- I've become just do- a delivery egg now. I've become a delivery ant. Give me that Prop 22 money. <laughs> I've become a delivery yeah, ant. 50 bucks an hour, baby. Come on, bring it on. Sergio, I can't make that kind of money question. right here, bro. I just can't make that kind of money right here. So I'm like, Sergio, I want to know, would you rather make less than the, you know, that threshold so you can get that free money? Absolutely. Or would you rather make well over that doing ride share? Okay, ride share, I make well over that as it is. I have never gotten it. But once I got taste of the Prop 22 money, everything slowed down. I moved slow motion now. The first week, I was rushing to this restaurant, rushing to that restaurant, park this, do this, do Now, oh, what? It's not ready? 20 more minutes? No problem. I'll come back. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I, yeah, I, I'm, I, I just, maybe and that's my own, like, messed up way. Like, I, I move too quick. And, like, it's like a, like a disadvantage for me sometimes. If I'm mm-hmm. sitting in a restaurant and, you know, I've waited before many times, you know, depending on the day and the time and the order size. But like I, if I'm there five minutes, it feels like an hour for me. I just I just can't no. do it. Like I, I, just, I understand that. I understand. I, I mean, look, I I, I, but I, I don't have prop 22, so I can't. Yeah, you know no, no, but, but prop 22 money is like, you know, look, prop 22 money is definitely your weekly gas money plus a double probably. OK, so to me. You know, tips are more important than anything else. If I'm, if, but you know, I, I can't control Prop 22. Number one, I mean, look, I want the guy to get the food or the gal to get the food fast and hot and whatever. However, if, you know, the base rate, seriously, I mean, I complain about rideshare base rates. Hmm. Uber East base rates are so bad. I've seen a so, dollar, a dollar fifty sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I, they're so bad that I do sixty-one trips. Look, last week I did sixty-one trips. You want to put that up again? Sixty-one trips. I made two hundred and thirty-three dollars for base rates. Look, sixty-one trips. Two hundred and five. Sorry, two hundred and sixty-six dollars. What is that? That's like four bucks. <laughs> yeah, that, four and, and that's bucks. that's high. I wouldn't even. I, mine wouldn't been that much probably. No, but um, those tips, bro, those tips are tips, gold yeah. right there. It's your tip, your, your tip should always be higher than unless there's a crazy promotion or something. No your promotion. tips, in my opinion, should always be higher than your uh, the fare from the company. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. most so, of your money should come so from. Overall, what grade do I get, Pedro? For my first two weeks of the let me see, put it up, Chris, put it up one more time for me. I'm gonna be honest with Sergio. Yeah, I honestly always goes. Well, what did you do Wednesday? You, you took a day off? You only worked a little bit on Wednesday? What's no, yeah, I just did like Sunday, two. no Saturday. No, listen, man, that's a, uh, that's your f- second week? Yeah. I'll give you A minus. A minus. A minus. I'm going to oh, strive wow. for A plus. No, I'm just, I give you A minus. I think. Okay. Did you think, add the Did you add the hundred and thirty bucks? I'm getting extra. That's that's well, eight hundred. Well, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't see that. Okay, so that's eight hundred bucks. 
So next 800, week. yeah, then you're 8 plus. Yeah, I did, I'm going based off those numbers. Okay, yeah. so next yeah, week I'll send minus you. Minus 22 money, pretend it's not even there, you know. Oh, well, yeah, well. Yeah. That's where the, okay. that's where so, the real So, so far, lie. so good. I love delivering food. I love it. Okay, here you go. I said it. I'm an idiot and we're not doing it for a year and a half when during the pandemic when everybody was sitting on their asses at home. I am an idiot. I used you, to make fun of delivery people saying, why would I take somebody's burrito for six bucks up the third level, find their goddamn apartment? I go like, idiots, bunch of idiots. I'm like, oh, no, again, it's on me. I, I'm well, think about what we do today. I picked up a lady. She was nice. Small fare, low miles. I pick her up at the uh, um, Schnucks, a local grocery store. She's got a cart full of stuff. So I open my back up for, you know, putting stuff in there. Right. I let her load. You know, she's loading it in. I'm kind of holding the you know thing and I'm going to close it for her. She says, thank you. Really nice lady. We get to the actual her house. Right. And I'm wanting to like go like I'm, I, now I'm, I'm I don't want to wait for her to unload everything. So I, I get out the car, I open it. I ask her, I could take a couple of these bags for you and set them in at your door. Cause I'm trying to move, but also I want to be friendly. I, I, I just ended the trip. So now I'm like helping her. Now the option, the tip's going to come in. I, I'm playing the game, right? She looks at me and says, don't touch my groceries. I didn't know. I hadn't, I hadn't touched anything yet, but I asked her, would you like me to, she looked at me dead face. Don't touch my groceries. I said, wow. yes, ma'am. I said, I said, yes, ma'am. So I got back in the car, closed the door and I'm like, a McDonald's bag would never do that to me. You know nope. what I'm saying? So, nope. yep. exactly. They don't, they don't do any of that. Yeah, I, 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 you know, a lot of this, a lot of this was a misconception on my part. But um, yeah, I'm, I might um, have to try. It. You, you might, you might have convinced me to actually uh, uh, try it. Try food delivery. I'll, I'll turn, I'll turn Uber Eats on. <laughs> I, I, I did it to write the article. Now I'm hooked. I seriously, I'm, I'm hooked. I mean, I'm accomplishing more. I've been sitting, you know, on my ass in my office doing the same thing. I have my laptop with me. I'm doing everything I'm doing, being productive, you know, making some bucks. And I'm like, hey, what's the big deal? The only problem is it's been so hot in California that that, that I'm like, I'm sweating like, you know, what in church. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know about that. But yeah. but I I, I enjoyed uh, my two weeks of food delivery. So. I'm glad to hear it, man. It's good. I'm <laughs> nice. glad to see. Wait it. until I get DoorDash, bro. I get DoorDash and Grubhub, multi app. I'll be listen. like zipping like Pedro. Then we could then we could talk because I now listen, we're talking. I got no. I don't. I don't know. I do not like downtime. I need to be busy. Like I need because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get home asap. So if I get even if I can cut off thirty minutes on some of my days. So if I'm home at like five thirty versus six. Yeah. Oh man, I'm ecstatic. That's thirty minutes to get to play with my kid a little bit more. I get to start dinner a little early. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I'm trying to. If I'm sitting in my car for five ten minutes without making money i'm like steaming it's like something's wrong so yeah. but the only way to do that in my market at least is you got to have a couple things on at one time so. cynthia mm-hmm. says what time yeah, did you, you deliver you and i are very similar yeah um that cynthia says, what time did i deliver okay i figured out two honey holes for breakfast first of all i dropped my kid off at school hit those for two hours depending on where it takes me to another honey hole that i discovered i do lunch and then these are all a couple hours you know shifts and then my son plays soccer, so I drop him off at practice at six, pick him up at nine. It's a three-hour practice. So I have like, uh-huh. hey, I watch him a little bit of this, a little bit of that, do a couple hours of food. It's all shits and giggles, okay? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been like nothing but fun. And then, but you know, 
I created my Bermuda Triangle. Who told me that? I don't remember, but I did. Bro, I'm like, I'm so efficient now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to uh, become an A-plus student of Pedro. Hey, an A-minus is good, but listen, Serge, I, 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 I see how you're working. I need to give you a little room to improve, right? So I can't yeah, give you A-plus yet. I know. Yeah. I, and, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do it. And then, and then after I'm fully competent of what I'm doing, we're going to have a competition. That's good. I'm ready. Oh, we're going to pick one app oh, at a time. One app. One love app it. at a time. No multi-apping bullshit. Just straight, one app at a time. straight bragging rights. Straight bragging That's rights. Right. Yeah. Between like St. Louis, <laughs> Buffalo, and LA. I like, I like it. I like it. Good boy. <laughs> and then we're, All right. Well, let's we're wrap it up here. Uh, any last things real quick? I'm good, guys. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for having me on. Um, really yeah, look forward on, to, yeah, you know, we got that virtual gig cons. Coming uh, October 22nd. Be on the lookout for that. Definitely going to have uh, Chris and or Serge help do something with that, hopefully, and come I'll on and talk about some right here. Yeah, it'll, it'll be virtual, and uh, it'll be real fun, four- or five-hour event. So be on the lookout for that, guys. And awesome. I want to be on with Mr. Metadata for about 15 minutes. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk We'll talk offline when I have it. Okay. Okay. All, right. All right. Thanks for Anything watching, else? everybody. Uh, next week is going to be a pretty special episode. Uh, following week, we're looking at trying to do a, a, a full upfront earnings uh, video with some some tests and stuff like that. What do we have um, next also, week? What do we have huh? next week, bro? What do we have next week? Next week is uh, next week's oh, the. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, the, you, you know what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. We, I forgot. we can't bring that up yet. Um, you'll see why next week. Uh, but also, quick, quick thing: if anybody is watching that's in the. Uh, Western New York area or around Buffalo, uh, please get hold of me. Chris at the rideshareguide.com is my email. Uh, I'm trying to get a couple of tests set up to try to test out uh, Uber's algorithms uh, when it comes to this upfront earnings. So if there is anybody in the Western New York area uh, who wants to partake in that, uh, please shoot me an email, Chris at the rideshareguide.com uh, and let me know because uh, I'm going to be trying to set something up. All right. Thanks again, Pedro, for coming on. Uh, always you, a pleasure having you. And Sergio, always good, especially with the uh, the switch up from uh, uh, food delivery to, uh, or I'm sorry, from rideshare to food delivery. <laughs> Who says you can't teach an old dog new tricks, man? There you go. <laughs> hey, if we Whoa. can teach Sergio something, anybody can learn something, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if he is, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> plywood, bro. If you, if you can teach plywood stuff, I'm like, hey, anybody can do it. But oh, you know what? My wife's still showing up to pick up those noodles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. That has to be the highlight of the week. That was a good story. Yeah, that, that that's great. It's true. It's true. And, and I was like, huh? I wish there was, <laughs> I wish there was a oh. uh, uh, dash cam footage of that. What's the first question? What's the first question I asked Philippine support the next day, next morning? Do you know, First question. Do you know what throttling means? <laughs> the, the girl goes, excuse me, sir. Uh, uh, They're not going to know, you know what, what throttling is. means. You, that, you might, that, might, that might mean something totally different in the Philippines. So, they didn't know, they didn't know what throttling was. And I'm like, mm, okay, right. yeah, they're not going to know. That's that's going to be something in the back end of the Uber files. The roosters yeah. know in the background when you call yeah. Philippines, that's what they do. <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Right. We'll see you next week, but make sure you subscribe. Ring the bell for notifications. Thanks again for uh, coming on, Pedro, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>